is this you? You started your boutique, you have been selling stuff, you feel like you're at a good pace, you're selling through things, and you're thinking, how do I grow my assortment? How do I make more money? (laughs) Really, that's the question. We're going to talk about how to grow your assortment, expand your assortment line in the right way because so many people do it incorrectly and I'm kind of sick of seeing it. So let's just solve the problem for you. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm a boutique business consultant. I love helping boutiques with their mindset, margins, and marketing on their growth, on their journey of starting, growing, and scaling. So for me, scaling means up to $5 million a year. That generally is who I work with, is clients that are just starting out in their boutique all the way up to making about $5 million a year. Then after that, like we can just hang out and be friends. <laughs> I'm kidding, but like not kidding. Anyway, we're talking about growing our assortment today. And to me, that's a really important topic because I've seen so many people do it incorrectly. They end up with lots of inventory sitting in a back room or sitting in a warehouse or in a storage unit or whatever. And all that money is money sitting there, all that inventory that should be working for you, should be making a profit, should not be just sitting there. So let's talk about how the wrong way to grow your assortment is and how I see so many people do it. So first to start off, no shame in your buying game. If you're in a spot where you're like, I'm making all these mistakes that Emily's talking about, great. You see your mistakes, you can fix it, okay? Stop feeling bad. This is my thing, is we gotta stop feeling bad about the the mistakes or the failures we have in business because they're just getting us ready for the next thing. So if you made these mistakes, great. That's why you found me. That's why you found this video. So let's just like wipe ourselves clean, just be like, okay, we made these mistakes and how do I fix it, okay? So here's the mistakes I see most often made. Also know you're not alone. Again, I see these mistakes over and over. That's why I'm making a YouTube video podcast about it. Like, this is why we have to do these things. So here's what happens. You start your boutique. You're like, okay, I'm going to add this stuff. I'm going to add this stuff. Some of it works and it's doing great. And you're like, yes, this is great. Some of it doesn't work. What happens is you don't start to mark it down and you don't move through it. So it starts to add up. It starts to pile up. And then you think something's wrong. Something's wrong with your store. Something, you're doing something wrong. And then you try to fix it. And your fix is buying more product categories. Like if I see another boutique ad candy club, I am just, I get it. Okay. Now listen, that's no shade to candy club. They grew their business massively. And I'm like wildly impressed with just even like their product is great. It works. My, my, it's a joke, right? It's like, I feel like a lot of people that left LuLaRoe, left Agnes and Dora, started their business, and then they're all in a Facebook group. And I'm like making this up, but it's also like based in reality, like a little bit. And I feel like you guys are all in a group. Someone's like, this is selling really well for me. Like gnomes with chocolate covered strawberries in their arms. Like that sells so well for me. And then you all go buy it and sell it too. (laughs) Like it's just, it's too much. And what happens is you end up with all these weird niche things that are like tchotchkes or they're men's or they're kids or you're like, I'm going to sell quilts or I'm going to sell handbags or I don't know. I've had people are like charm bracelets, perfume, like, you know, you name it. All this stuff to me, it's not a tchotchke. 
What it really is, is money being spent that shouldn't be spent there. That's the problem, okay? So that's why I'm saying this is kind of the wrong way to do it. The wrong way to add more inventory to your assortment is to willy-nilly expand in sort of breadth of like, I'm going to carry more different stuff, okay? That's wrong. More different stuff is not always the answer. Now, you might be sitting here saying, but Emily, we're going to open a kid's store because we're expanding to our second store. If that's you, call me. Let's talk. I'd love to help you. Um, but this may not be for you because you're opening a new brand, a new business, whatever. It's, it's different, right? What happens is you have an online store. You're doing like 5K... And like I said, some things aren't working. So you automatically like start to problem solve with the LuLaRoe group. And again, like this is all satire, but like I'm kind of being honest. You you go in your group with boutique owners, all boutique owners or whatever in it. And you're like, they're like, buy this. This is working for me. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. And you get excited. And like that excitement is great and it's real. But like a lot of times that excitement makes us buy things that like we wouldn't normally buy because we're like, well, it's working for them. It would probably work for me. And Sometimes that's true. It will work for you. And then sometimes it's not and you're wrong. And that's the that's the gamble we take every day being business owners, right? And especially product sellers. We're going to make some mistakes sometimes. The problem is we have to fix it, okay? So expanding your product assortment as you grow isn't about adding men's, adding branded t-shirts. Like, I don't want your brand on a t-shirt. No offense. I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding though. Like, I mean, listen, if you have a great brand and people want to wear your brand and your logo, that's awesome. But I see people who opened like last week making like branded t-shirts and I'm like, I'm not going to buy that. Like, I'm sorry. I, you're, that's great. It's not a great idea though. It's, it doesn't, again, it's not about you. It's like just a bad product idea. Okay. So like there's sometimes where it is just a bad product, a bad product idea, a bad concept move on, move on to the next. Be like, I made a mistake. I bought those troll charm bracelets that I thought that were going to kill it and they just didn't do well. And that's fine. I'm going to mark them down. I'm going to donate them. We'll get rid of them. And I'm going to learn my mistake because I spent money and it stinks to lose money. Here's how you fix it. The best way to grow your inventory and your assortment is to double down on what's working. I'm going to say that again. The best way to make more money, scale your business, grow your business is to double down on what's working, okay? Now, that does not mean automatically just buy more of the like black tank top that you sold a ton of. No, that means strategically saying that black tank top did really well. Why did it do well? How could I add more of that like flavor? But how can I also entice the person who already bought it to buy it in this new version that I'm going to bring in? That's what I call the sister-cousin effect, okay? It's not the original. It's not you. But it's your sister. It's your cousin. They sound like you. They look a little bit like you. Maybe you're the same height or maybe you have the same nose. It's really similar, but it's different. And there's a reason to hang out with both of you because like you both have different jobs. You both have different end uses. You you know, you get where I'm going with this. We are going to get on a path where we start to invest more in our top five categories, our top 10 categories, our top category, period. This is where so many people go wrong when they're growing as they say, I'm going to invest in men's now rather than saying, what's my top category and how can I double down in it? That's how a boutique scales. 
that's how a boutique grows. And I need more boutiques to understand that sooner because what's happening is you're doing it the wrong way. You're spending on money on tchotchkes and men's and kids and things that don't sell. And listen, Again, if you say to me, Emily, I want to add kids. I think there's a genuine need for kids for my clientele. Da-da-da, sell me on it, okay? Pitch me. And then put a test plan behind it, okay? Let's be smart about it. Again, I know you're running a boutique because you love it and it's fun. I also want you to remember it's a business and you need to make money. So what that means for you is that spending money on what's going to work well is better than spending money on what you think might work well. Okay, that's the like subtle distinction here that I'm going for is that you don't have to be perfect in your guesses, but you have to be perfect in your reorders, your restocks, your sister cousin buys, because that's the downfall of a boutique business is when you start to like just go off the rails. And like from you or your perspective, you want to keep it interesting. You're probably super creative. You love the process of buying. You love going to shows, shopping. Like it's so fun. I get it. But... If we have an ideal client who we know who it is, we're selling them things, like things are working. We have so much more data than we did six months ago, three months ago, a month ago. The minute you start selling is the minute you start understanding what will sell in the future because people vote with their dollars. If they spend money on it, they like it, right? If they click this or that on an Instagram post, no one cares. (laughs) Like most likely no one's going to buy that stuff. They're going to buy what they buy, what they spend their money on. So where you fix this comes from not only looking at the sister cousin effect, but also moving through and being ruthless about what doesn't work in your boutique. You can't take this stuff personally. You might have bought something and I have done this. I have bought things where I'm like, that is so cute. I absolutely love it. I think it's going to sell well. I like, yeah, it's going to sell well. Like, I love it. And it doesn't do well. Now, I'm going to be honest. That rarely happened to me because I was very stingy with what I bought. And I bought really tight. I had 102 square feet in my mobile business, the fashion truck. And I just knew like I didn't want a lot of backstock. So I would buy like for a week, week and a half at a time where I knew I could move through styles. Again, I probably had like 100 pieces in the truck at any given time. So 10 styles, 12 styles, 20 styles, maybe, right? And then like outfitted with tons of accessories, scarves, bags, jewelry, um, all of that. That's where I think, I think where people get in trouble is when they have like too much room. Like we have had stores come to me where they have like a ton of square footage in their store and we still have to keep that inventory low. We still have to keep it tight. Whether you have a big store, whether you have a small store, your best bet for growing, scaling, and and investing in your product assortment is always going to be to support your top five categories. That's it. Like that's the hack. That's how you expand your product assortment is to invest more in what works and double down on that and be ruthless about what doesn't work. I don't care if your sister's cousin's brother's mom hand makes bags that she works with in a village in, you know, uh, the sub-Saharan desert. Like those bags, if they're not selling and you're marketing them, you're giving them a good chance, like all that stuff, right? Like they don't work for you. You can't buy them, you know? And that's sad. I get it. But make a donation instead right? Like if it's a charity or something like that, you have to be ruthless about what you carry because every piece of clothing, every piece of jewelry, every accessory that was formerly 
money in your bank account <laughs> or money on a credit card that you didn't owe. And now that money's gone. So we need to recoup that money, okay? And that's like the simple, I mean, I just like broke it down. But when you really think about it like that, and you really are ruthless with your choices in terms of like what did or didn't work. And as you go forward buying, making better choices. And instead of investing $1,300 in kids' clothes that you don't know if that will sell, spending $1,300 on inventory for your top three categories that you want to feed more styles into because you can sell more right? That's where growing your assortment for me, that's the important part. And, and I see too many people making mistakes where they're expanding. And then, you know, the other thing that happens is your website gets so ugly. You have like 45 categories at the top. Your drop-down menus are super long. Like you just, you're not Amazon. You don't need that. Like you should be more curated. You should be more doubling down again on what works. Did I say that enough in this episode? I sure hope so. Okay, last but not least, do not buy. And this is like a mindset thing, I think. Don't buy or run a sale to fix a sales problem. Okay, so back that up. So if you have a sales problem, like you're not making enough money, you don't have enough sales revenue, do not buy, meaning like don't buy more. And don't run a sale to fix that problem, okay? Now, could you buy more if you're like, you know what, my sales problem is I don't have enough new inventory or I don't have enough of this one thing that's selling really well? Yes, totally. Could you run a sale if you're like, I'm really backed up in denim and I need to get through random sizes? Yes, okay? But what I will say is that it's really important not to think that those things will fix it. They're not going to fix a sales problem. What will always forever fix a sales problem is an analysis and buying plan. That's it. You can analyze your sales, create a new buying plan, and fix it going forward. Whatever you've bought up until this day, wherever you're at, like running a quick sale or like it's it's a quick solution. Again, it's like a band-aid. I guess I should have said that at first. Like these things are band-aids. They're band-aids that are they're not fixing the long-term problem and while they're going to solve a little bit of a cash for like they're going to solve a bit of a cash problem in the moment, they're not going to solve a cash flow problem. What we need to fix as you grow and monitor as you grow is where you're investing your money, where you're making your money, and how you're uh, managing the inventory, whatever's working and whatever's not working. And if you just focus on that, that's going to solve so many problems. I think so many boutique owners think they have a, a social media problem or an email problem or whatever. A lot of you just have inventory problems. You're just, your money is put in the wrong places. We have to redivvy it up, refigure it out. And that's an easy solve. So regardless of where you're at, you're going to have to grow your assortment, whether that's from a small amount to a bigger amount or a big amount to a bigger amount. You're always going to be growing your assortment, growing your inventory. So let's take a step back and move forward in a way that feels smarter, more knowledgeable, more like we're investing in the things that are working, investing in the things that will grow our business because they're proven and people have spent money on it. Rather than thinking that we can add a product category or add an entire department or add a gender or what what have you, adding those things is just going to add to your problem. <laughs> it's just going to make things harder and worse. And I want everyone... like. I want anyone who watched, like if you're watching this and you're like, I made that mistake, it's okay. We can fix it. If you've created this problem in your boutique where you're like, I just have all the wrong inventory, it's okay. You can restart. 
You can learn from your mistakes and there is ways to fix it. Okay. So stay with me. I'm going to be teaching lots of ways to kind of get out of these messes if you've created them or also just grow on the right path. That's what I'm here to talk about. So I hope you'll stay tuned. I hope you'll subscribe, write a review, leave a comment. I'm here for you. Uh, Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. I'll see you next time. Bye. Have you been in business between three and seven years? You're doing between twenty dollars and $40,000 per month, up and down, right? It's not really consistent. You feel like, wow, I'm making a ton of money, but I'm not really making money because I don't pay myself. I'm always freaking out about paying bills. And it feels like you're always out of stock in your very best style. Something is wrong. I know I should be doing better. Does this sound like you? Imagine a life where your boutique has consistent, predictable sales and you get to pay yourself enough to fully replace your salary. No more worrying about what can get charged on your credit card, just pure positive cash flow and easy peasy living. Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator isn't just good, it's a game changer. Molly really said it best. Emily helped me organize my wholesale business so I wasn't flying by the seat of my pants every day and wondering why I was so exhausted every day. Molly hit a million dollars in sales in 2023. That's the reality that my program, Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, is offering to you. Think about it. A future where your boutique is a well-oiled machine. No more sleepless nights over inventory nightmares or financial stress. With Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, we can grow your sales by 20 to 50% in as little as six months. On top of that, you'll finally get to pay yourself what you deserve. Molly, just like you, was drowning in chaos. Now, she's not just organized, she's thriving. As Molly puts it, I'm up 57% in sales, 7% in profit. I took two real vacations this year and I have my launches scheduled a year in advance. These are my results, but I truly don't think it would have happened without Emily and Sky's The Limit. I have to add, Molly only started this program in November of 2022, and this is her growth now, November of 2023. But I don't want to just talk about this. I want to help you act on it. And this is where it gets even better. If you are hearing this right now, enrollment for Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator is open and it's at the lowest price available. Seriously, imagine a boutique where you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Your bank account is healthy and your stress levels are at an all-time low. Don't take my word for it. Hear what a few other people have to say. Rhonda said, I feel more in control of my inventory than ever before. Thanks to you and sky's the limit. Probably the best investment I've ever made in my business. Part of what Rhonda's not telling you is that in under six months, she had reduced her dead inventory by 50%. Ashley also joined us last November of 2022 and was averaging between 20 and $24,000 a month, simply selling through her Facebook group. By February, she had jumped to $32,000 by March was hitting $42,000 a month. That's double what she was doing just a few months before. We didn't do any advertising. She actually launched less days a week. We simply made better buying decisions that fueled her growth. Time sticking. Your dream boutique is just a click away. You can have results just like this too. Head on over to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash skies the limit, all one word, and enroll right now. Your 20 to 50% increase in sales in 2024 starts right now.